I'm slow, slow balling. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, man. Welcome. Welcome to my life. Welcome. Welcome to the Faking Notes Podcast. Faking Notes Podcast. How y'all doing? How y'all doing out there, Faking Fam? You hanging in there? You hanging in there? Bro. So so while the world's both literally and metaphorically on fire, yeah. we, we, we try to open up with a little lighthearted bits um, yeah. yeah, and and we hit gags, and then we we transition into obviously addressing what's what's going on there, Man. and you know what what are we gonna do about this? What are we gonna do about this? Well, we gotta have dialogue, and, and I th- I was listening to the Dalai Lama um, on a podcast Mindy sent me this week. Uh, I've just this has been a very tough time for me, so I've been doing a lot of research and soul searching and meditating, and. The Dalai Lama said, there is no problem in this world that you can't solve with, with, with dialogue. You, can't, you can solve everything with dialogue, right? But what, what we're seeing right now is like the result of people who have been shut out of dialogue. So when you don't have dialogue, you have riots, you have protests. So I think this is a really, once again, it's a lesson that's as old as time, but we're learning it again for this generation. And so I want this podcast to be a place that we can talk about those things. And, you know, I, I feel guilty talking about being black because most people that I talk to aren't. And so they automatically discount what I say or, or discount uh, how I feel. But I, you've never made me feel that way, bro. And that's why I really I do love you. And I'm happy to be able to have a platform where we can have conversations uh, that are real because uh we need to be real in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Real, recognize real. What you said at the end to tie this up mm-hmm. uh, at the end of this episode that you're about to listen through is that it's time to speak the truth, to be open. And we're not coming in here like a lot of other like annoying podcasters. And, you know, like, oh, <sighs> we're just like unfiltered and, and free speech. Uh-huh. Like, no, we want to have truthful, honest conversations, whatever that can be. And I think... Yeah. We're out here trying because we're all out here trying to figure out and assess what's going on in right. each of our own ways. And it's not going to be perfect. And we're, no one's got it all figured out. And that's the faking philosophy. Yeah. See, we're just we're just faking through this. But we want to do we want to do better. And mm-hmm. I want to do better. We want to find out how 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 are we going to go about this. But, you know, we we hope you're all safe out there. Yeah. We hope you're um, being part of the good fight. In whatever way you can, contributing in whatever way you can and to this dialogue. Aren't, why are you listening? There's a black guy doing? in this podcast. <laughs> like, why aren't? Why are you here? <laughs> oh wait, is, is there in the? If wait, you don't wait. like black am I in the wrong people? class? Like, you're in the yeah. wrong class, sir. It's true. Like they've been watching Ellen for ten years and they had no idea. She was they have no idea right? she's gay. Yeah, it's, it's that Neil, there's all those things like Neil Neil Patrick Harris is gay. Yeah, what? the frogs. The frogs. <laughs> turn, turn the frog gay. Turn the frog gay. Obama right. chemicals. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that pretty much sums up this point. So we're gonna yeah, talk about it's just a bunch of Alex Jones cameos. Content warning: we, we will talk about the the difficult things this time, and we'll also um, segue into stupidness because we need something lighthearted. We're gonna have to do something about addressing this. There's plenty of other serious pods out there to 
get educated and we should all be listening but let's let's just figure out let's start this conversation let's start the dialogue and let's figure out what on earth we're going to do yeah, uh, with the time we have on our hands educate yourself read a book not the propaganda that they sell you enjoy <laughs> enjoy folks do it live we do it live we do it live we're doing it live it's the it's the faking notes podcast bro Oh my God! Anyways, we got a bunch of guests coming up here, so yeah. You excited? How, Dude, are, you, how are you feeling? I'm pumped. Okay. I mean, we we got internet boyfriend coming in here. Oh yeah! So, so a hilarious he's Twitter personality. Boy, he's, he's, he's so the funny. Internet's boyfriend. He's, the he's internet's everybody's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 hilarious on he's Twitter. He's so funny. I love. I just love spending time with Dom. He's like truly a one-of-a-kind human being who's very open and and thoughtful like when he talks to you he looks you in your in your eye you know i think mm. that's something that people our age are just starting to realize is important <laughs> wait if i don't like, usually look at their down phone. at people yeah, yeah if i don't just i know i just look at my phone when i talk to people i don't know about you it's like uh-oh argument coming better look down <laughs> and then of course we also got now he's gonna he's gonna punch somebody in the face. So he's like about to step in the octagon. That's how you like announce that. Speaking of that, actually, I legitimately watched yesterday. Amy's father's a big UFC fan, which is funny because he's just like really skinny. It's like a he's like a perfect token nerd, but he's huge. UFC fan and uh-huh. well he does he does Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and it was neat to uh-huh. sit here and he's like read books like us <laughs> read books mm-hmm. about the beginning of the UFC so it's really neat hearing about it and actually started in Denver Colorado mm-hmm. just really random like you'd figure that's like very Vegas Man, everybody's very, high dude that's a Florida that's a Florida move or, or real <laughs> yeah, like Oklahoma Florida. you know mm-hmm. they're out there with Tiger King and like beating each other up in an octagon <laughs> I could see it in Massachusetts, Massachusetts before Denver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, cold winters, man. You got some hard people in Boston. Boston. Yeah, and they're like, you know what? Square, not enough. Hartford, Circle, Connecticut. I could see it. Too hard. Oh yeah, Hartford. <laughs> Hartford, Connecticut. You know where the whole was it? Uh, Appomattox. No, that's that's Civil War. It was uh, Lexington and Concord. You know where America oh. began. You know, America. yeah, maybe the UFC, you know, an American, American yeah, entity. Nothing more American than beating each other up, beating the money. fuck out of each other. But it was like, it was fascinating to watch because yeah. of how brutal it is. And plus, at least what's interesting about it, too, is and why I like about it. It kind of reminds me of the music industry in that <laughs> unlike boxing or jujitsu or all these separate entities, you know, you're working in a very specific craft and you're just competing against people who only do that very specific thing. Uh, you know, if you're going in boxing, you're you're expecting boxing technique. Like you're not you're not you're not expecting any surprises. You're perfecting the the art of boxing. But in the UFC, you're having people from all sorts of different styles. And so it's that kind of Dan Carlin history, like pitting a World War Two army against the Civil War Army against World War One Army against uh, 1600s, and just like what would happen? You know, what would happen if the Greeks? Do you remember Spike TV? 
Oh, thanks. Remember Spike? <laughs> yeah. What was that? The uh 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 the ultimate war it was something warrior and they would like have like a samurai go against an apache warrior <laughs> and they would like they would have all these demonstrations with dummies where they would have these gelatinous dummies and they would take axes and slice these dummies open and stuff and they would talk Pure about the torque it's the most manly thing but it was like so interesting I see what you're saying. It's kind of like that. Like, what if this army it's, went against UFC this army? is it's a current thought mm-hmm. experiment of where mm-hmm. you can pit people in there. And what's they the best? Have, what's the best move? Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. It just like is jujitsu a particular way, but it's Brazilian going against jiu-jitsu. Wrestling, and it's it's fascinating. But it was neat to actually sit there. I don't. I think I've watched like maybe one other time in my life, mm-hmm. but to see see these type of going, but they're going in there, and of course they're trying to like murder each other. It's very violent, just blood going you everywhere, do. and you're like, this, you is, "This is yeah. awful." But then yeah. afterwards, they like, like hug, fight, bro. they like hug yeah. and like kiss each other, like like actual like genuine. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even like look like you can just tell, you know, it's yeah. just like I'm gonna slaughter this guy, ding ding ding, and then it's, it's like the ending of our podcast. Well, <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> I think there's something to be said about what types of people are driven to be professional fighters. What kind of mm. what kind of stuff are they running away from? What kind of demons are so painful that a fist to the face is like, you know, that's okay. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I can take that. Right? You know, what kind of pain is that person have had to endure? So then I it adds another layer of like real uh admiration i have for them mm-hmm. that they're able to focus a lot of maybe bad energy that could turn into something very uh, bad for other human beings but it, oh, it's God. turned into a positive like you know it's a sport you know and what's nice about it sport, too though. is it's oh it's super brutal and just yeah glad from what, I, what i heard through him is that it's yeah. you know it's it's like a lot of other sports in that the couple at the top they they roll it in, but everyone else it's I mean it reminds me more of golf, in that you like golf is actually a very hard sport and you just need tons of money, because yeah. like golf with golf you can only blame yourself. There's no team, so there's a lot of pressure. When something goes wrong, it is it is your fault <laughs> that you can't look around and be like oh, it's a tough year. You know my wide receivers weren't that good. No, you're the wide receiver. You're the quarterback. You can't, you're the running. You can't back. look around. You can't look around at your at your shop and yeah. team fight tactics and be like RNG <laughs> sucks. That that roll that dice roll was just not good. That's that's that all I need good. to do. It I golf and just like man, this is some bad RNG. I'm a speed run this. Dude, get in the cart. Ter- terrible RNG, man. <laughs> Got to build my economy back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with golf, like one of the other things too is. What makes it tough is that it's it's all on you financially. Like you pay mm. to play. You're not a ben- if you're a bench warmer, it doesn't matter. You you really have to win to make any money. You can be the best in the world, and if you don't make the cut that weekend, you get no money. And very few other sports are like that. Uh, particularly the big financial ones. You can sit on a bench and not go in the game for an entire season in the NFL. And while you're going to, you know, have trouble walking upstairs or you're going to have a concussion, you still get paid. And even a bench warmer who's made the team, who's made the cut, can do pretty well. Versus yeah. golf and like this UFC, for a lot of these, uh, it's just one of those sports to where, you know, you're still going to buy your hotels. The organization's not paying for your hotels. You're still paying your way in. 
in hopes mm -hmm. that you win and that you can be number one in the world if you don't make it that weekend. You've lost the money for that weekend. Of course. Also, if you lose, yeah. it's not just like the bad feelings and the humiliation. You just got your ass beat in front of mm. millions of people. Like you, who's have you ever lost a fight, Trevor? No, I've have had like one semi fight? fight, one semi one, and uh -huh. you know, it de-escalated quickly. And mm. uh, I mean, I did okay, but I wouldn't. I don't really consider that a fight. It's just two two white people having a tiff. <sighs> Yeah, I've had I haven't had any like real fights because I started doing martial arts when I was younger, like ten, mm -hmm. and that kind of peep like one or two people heard that I did that and they were like, okay, let's not fuck with you. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, it's like, dude, like, I read his bio. It's a bad idea. It's not not good. Not good. He 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 knows how to do tornado kicks, bro. You need to stay away. Um, <laughs> no, what what I uh, found was like any fights that I had that were like or altercations would be very mm -hmm. short, but it still felt bad because people saw it. You have a bruise and then everybody knows you lost, right? I'm not saying, I'm not saying I lost, but just imagine if you lose a fight, right? And then people see about it and then they tweet about it. Well, imagine if that's just millions of people, you lost, you're in, your, your body is broken and you didn't make any money. <laughs> There's nothing worse. I remember specifically oh, during this wow. one, one of the fights. So, of course, they're one of the first sports to come back, which kind of makes sense in that, you know, there's two people in there. And so they just test everyone in the building. It's not, not social distancing. You, you can't, you can't get in there. But, <laughs> but apparently, yeah, <laughs> reverse social distancing. Uh, but yeah. you go in there and they're just. You know, it's gonna beat the crap out of it, but everyone gets tested before they go in, so it's yeah. a little easier. It's it's harder. Mm -hmm. You know, football is gonna be very hard because you have two teams of fifty-four. That's without any coaches. You've got to test over a hundred people getting in there. Conveniently, the NFL makes billions, billions of dollars, but yeah, it, uh, like you it's know, just a logistical outdoor sports are gonna be easier. Like tennis can be easier, golf can be very easy because you don't have to get close, and you, you test the people who are gonna show up. But it there was something else weird about it watching like a fighting thing unless i'm not super into it i'm just interested in athletics and like you know human you don't capacity. like violence trevor what's yeah. wrong with you not a, are you, not a big are you even american bro like what what we'll settle it in there i'm just like guys can we get along but first can we hug crush his soul. <laughs> you know like as long as they kiss at the end as uh, long as but, yeah that's kiss and make up <laughs> it'd be funny if they but they actually do that uh, yeah. so you're watching but you're watching them beat each other up and there's no crowd. Now that's a little weird. That really made it a little more human. Like those those punches, those kicks, those jabs. Ugh. Like it was funny at first when. So they still do the walk in, you know, where oh. yeah, have gates and there'd be a huge crowd and everyone be giving them high fives. And they oh. take the long way around to the ring because the camera's mm -hmm. in front and they're getting in the zone and they have their walkout songs. <laughs> Indie bands and classical musicians can relate. Uh, because uh, these these no people audience. walked in and there's no audience. There's no, <laughs> there's the, the coaches, yeah. the train, the three trainers in the room are like, yeah. It's, you know, it's like my it's like my junior recital. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. It's not even your senior recital where like family's there. It's what it's your junior recital <laughs> where so. one they're they're questioning is he ready to give a recital anyways, and two he's oh, not. Just let him do it. It's, let them do it. And your only your immediate family shows up like no extended family. They're not that excited. Oh, I have not been recording the video, the Zoom call. 
Okay, we're I'll, recording so, Zoom <laughs> calling that. My bad, dude. I got you. I yeah. I would if you could. I think a default set it. Anyways, I but yeah, the, I know. But I've been I've been waiting in the call for a while. It's just been like twenty minutes of me scrolling. Oh, yes. Instagram. Oh. <laughs> I want that content. Oh, Watching me scroll. It's, the, it's like, I'm just like you. <laughs> the uh, but so these these people, yeah, they're parading in there. They're walking around. And it's just the funniest thing because the, mm -hmm. the music's playing. They're getting pumped and there's nobody there. And they walk in the ring and, you know, all these precautions. So everyone else, of course, except the two fighters is wearing the mask. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they do, you know, and, you know, his name is blah, 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 blah. And then the three, three, like, golf claps from the coaches. It's like, before, you Because know, mm, they're ready to get out there. <laughs> but of course... <laughs> They still have like the UFC babes or cheerleaders or whatever they're called. Oh yeah, like Those, they're, they're, essential they're essential workers. They're essential, and that's what I was laughing. Like that's workers. that's what made the cut. The essential. Yeah. So we have the trainers, the fighters, <laughs> the ref, and then and still the, the, the same girl had to just like walk out with the number and just yeah. be be hot. Like I wonder. It's, so it says here on your resume that you um <laughs> you're hot. Like, uh, and that's that's not know, a shape thing, but I do I, love that that made the cut. That's what made the cut. That was a. Situation. Can I say? Because I I know we probably have some women, and I know it's we have a majority male. Oh, we do. We got the stats of, of one, but like, but I also want to speak to the ladies out there because I do love you. Um, when I make jokes, where I'm like salivating, like at the idea of a attractive woman, that's just what I expect for you to expect from me, and that it's kind of a meta <laughs> joke. Like I'm not. I find way more fulfillment in conversation uh, with women than just their bodies. I just wanted to make that known because we also are dealing with lots of uh, sensitivities right now. So I just want to make sure. Uh, I this is the, that. this is like the the Drew's equivalent of the iTunes user agreement. Like before yeah, any, the yeah, before, before any joke I make, I, mm -hmm. I need like, I have like a 40 page, like actually I'm, I'm often mocking to... the situation. About uh -huh. how we belittle women. Oh, also because, of course, some of the so, so the fights kind of last all day, and there's a bunch of fights, and then there's the title card fights, the main ones, yes, the main events, the yo-yo maz of violence, and <laughs> <laughs> and these there was these two. It was kind of like the featherweight in the women's division, and they could just you know they pull up the stats, so it's featherweight, so it's light, so they're 110 pounds, five three, and mm. just watching them knowing that they could kill me not beat me up if they wanted to they could murder me mm -hmm. easily trevor i think yeah i was just sitting there watching i was like my death would happen i wouldn't be humiliated because yeah. i'd be dead your legacy would be humiliated yeah. <laughs> no, no I, there's nothing wrong with getting your ass kicked by a trained lethal killer of a woman dude oh, I, I think feel, that's fair i feel no shame that but they that woman incredibly... will have her way with my soft shitty body <laughs> I always think it'd be a funny. It's kind of, I guess, like a current, uh, the Johnny Johnny McEnroe or whatever, Billy Billy Jean King, the tennis, the famous tennis match. There was a Steve Carell movie, uh, where the best oh, female yeah. player, and it was yeah. it was really just for publicity. But Against I really the, do. The I, male I, player. 
because whenever you're watching the the Olympics and and the joke is like I wish they put in the control group, you know, one average person. So you <laughs> yeah, so just that you could be really what the impressed. Level is. Yeah, you could be yeah, really yeah. Impre- like, well, look at the marathon. Oh my god, oh, this guy like, broke high school records in high school, but <laughs> yeah. then decided to be a lawyer. Let's see how he does. <laughs> Let's just see how he does. Like this guy does this on the weekends. He, he's a casual okay. skier. Let's you know, send this guy down the. Slope. He marathons. But like, he's a tri- I, I thought he's about a casual triathlete. I was yeah. like, so Joe Rogan's like big into this, but what if we got to another random comedian who has nothing to do uh, with uh, mixed martial arts and just threw them in there? You know, what if like, John Mulaney like went in the ring? <laughs> so that's the equivalent, just like a token plain white person. John Mulaney would be my comedian stand-in. So I'd yeah. send him in there. What would happen to him? And I would pay, that would be pay-per-view. I would pay lots of money Oof. to see him get dis- dismantled by someone who is half Bro. his size. Bro, why? I don't think we would want to see, dude. That'd be just really sad. Like, and we'd have to, we'd have to make sure we cover that man's medical bills afterward. We have to make sure we got really that man sad. some therapy. You know, <laughs> we're gonna have to make sure he gets some stem shell, stem cell injections to counteract the CTE <laughs> he finna incur. You know, <laughs> the 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 worst thing about it. Uh, not really the worst, but another one of those hum- humiliating moments. So there's no audience now, but I thought about this too, and like how you phrased it. If you are in a fight or something violent, you know, a lot of a lot of what's on the line is, is pride. Yeah. Even though it's something nowadays you don't, you're not gonna bump into much. You know, maybe someone in in their like primary years going up through school, there's just a lot less fighting in general. We got a lot more lawsuits flying around here, but. There's a there's a camera in their face, so they're in this little octagon, this little cage, mm-hmm. and often they're getting pinned up against the wall. It's just part of the, the strategy. I mean, that's what makes it sexy, right? You just gotta. Put oh them, yeah, and then they're just put them just two, you know, two do- two sweaty people them. just yeah, you know, just just just, just breathing really heavy, just really heavy, heavy breathing. I've trained for this, <laughs> but, but so someone's getting pinned down. And the, but here's the added humiliation. Imagine this: you're getting pinned down on the floor. You already know yeah. millions are seen, and right on the other side, six six inches in front of your face, on the other side of that fence, is a giant 4K camera capturing all of it. Yeah, capturing your struggle. <laughs> but that's the thing from like that producery mindset. Now that we work with so many video things, like oh, it's got to be even worse. Like not only are they, you know, dealing with humiliation, then there's no crowd and it's just silence as they're getting. Uh, you know, their use their face used as a mop, and there's a camera staring right into their soul, just capturing it all. This mm. you're you this this ass whooping is immortal, is what it's saying. <laughs> but what, <laughs> but this will be wrong. This story will be wrong through the ages. But you know, I think the real <laughs> professionals. I think we're looking at it from our perspective, right? You know, two Juilliard grad weenies. Who like don't know the first thing about fighting? I think when you get that should in, be our podcast bio. <laughs> okay, okay, this is up to you, EP. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. Two flip it. Juilliard weenies who don't know anything about <laughs> who don't know anything about fighting. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like, what do they talk about? Like, <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> uh, we talk about how we wear silk slippers. We do not wear wooden <laughs> shoes around here, bro. Um, uh, I'm trying to have wooden shoes, man. This what's going on in the world is very wooden shoe esque, wouldn't you say? 
Yeah, I knew it was. We we're going we to have to address this moment. So, uh, all jokes aside, we are in a uh, hellscape. So, if you listen to an episode uh, two times ago, everything is has beyond been elevated from an already dark and deep discussion. It's it's like a different different world, bro. It's a different world, and it deserves to be a different world. Mm. And you're right there in one of the now epicenters. Of yeah, it, uh, yeah, because they as have the a, news on upstairs. Black man, yeah. Oh yeah, and even man, that, dude. like on the news upstairs, it's nothing but New York and L.A. now, and of course Minneapolis, Atlanta, but. Atlanta as well. They were on curfew. My, my sister mom, told my me family. Raleigh and Charlotte, North Carolina's mm-hmm. on curfew. My uh, one of my cousins is a police officer right now for the city mm-hmm. of Atlanta. Yeah. Some and he's a brother, so I'm wondering how he's really feeling because you know he's one of those good cops. You know that's my cut. Torn, right? Yeah. And then, but to see cops that are obviously, I mean, I saw on Twitter the other day a a cop to this person on 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 camera flipped a clan sign, like, and, and the thing is, is like in the black community, I've never been able to talk to people like you, Trevor, like people mm-hmm. who aren't black. I even try to talk to Asian people about it. They don't really, a lot of them who don't have, I'm like their black friend, they don't believe me. But it's mm-hmm. like growing up in my family, we always used to say, yeah, it's just a bunch of clan members in the in the police. And you're, and you're like, that's not just one of those things black wrong. people say. And, and yeah. but we couldn't prove it. But now we have all this video evidence. We had like, it's it's stuff that doesn't leave our community. Because people, by and large, America doesn't care about what happens to black bodies. If they did, they would really change the structure, the economical structure, the educational structure, nutritional all structure. All the structures. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's, I was thinking about it. I was talking to my mom. Because I've been trying to, I've been very lost. I've been studying a lot of history. Just been watching nothing but history documentaries for the past Mm -hmm. like 72 hours. And you see, you see multiple times when, when there is a concession to be made, like black people get some sort of rights. There is a punishment for that. There's always an asterisk. There's it's Yeah. There's there's a, there's something there. And the ultimate one was once we decided to uh, abolish slavery, like you see, um, that's when the KKK was formed. Like there are people that were so revenge ridden that in 1865, they were like, no, we need to, we'll go into hiding. We're going to still perpetuate our agenda. We're going to do guerrilla war tactics just like the forefathers. We're going to terrorize people of color. Did you know that in Japan, when Commodore Perry and the U.S. Navy went to go open them up in the mid-1800s, did you know that there was a civil war in 1858 in Japan where you had the samurai, the, sh- the, the, the shogun class, the traditional class, warring against the other classes that wanted Western modernization? There was a big war. Modernization won. The uh, the shogunate and and the traditionalists lost, and they they had a grudge, and they made these these really underground systems, and they ended up hijacking the entire government, 
and turning it into Imperial Japan, which we fought World War II against. They initially were democratic. They had their own parliament, but they were hijacked by extremists. This has happened before. So and we were complacent. All the time. You know? uh, a all great time. video, of course, History of Japan, <laughs> the, the <laughs> famous YouTube. And well, that's not what I watched shotgun. either. Bro, I got I got I got to connect do, do, do. you. Yeah. I got to connect you to a couple of YouTube channels that are incredible for history. Incredible. Ted Carlin S, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. There's there's a great mm. series that just does battles and you know it's got all the graphics and so I, I yeah. watched all the Alexander, the great ones, but Japan, <laughs> I mean China, those are nice. those are absolutely fascinating. And again, case studies and stuff America just hasn't had to deal with particularly that and also how recent they are. We mm-hmm. talked about maybe uh, 10, 20 episodes ago, uh, Wagner was going through, we were going back through old Dan Carlin's and then mm-hmm. I did the, the supernova in the East and it was just talking yes. about how, like how, uh, he kept calling, uh, just particularly to Japan. Um, mm-hmm. he's like, it's a culture only more so. Yeah. They, they're like, they're ja- They're like human. They're new game plus. <laughs> they're new game plus. Japan is new game plus. Like you restart. And you've got all the stats yeah. uh, of your previous playthroughs, but it's, the game's a little harder. You know, so. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you have all the tools. You have everything you need. Yeah. You so excel. America's yeah. crumbling. And I didn't know if you want to delve uh, into it just because. In of what just ways how... do you see it's crumbling, Trevor? Well, it's we we're we're just it's it's right back. We're right back. It's square square zero, mm-hmm. and you know every it, it's it, it comes up. And then it, it goes away because something else it gets pushed aside, swept under the rug. And we got we got a lot of shit under that rug. Eventually, you got to clean. Uh, are you talking about the rug of a white supremacy and the policies that create it's infrastructures a, that suppress brown a very people? Very big rug. Whoa, you mean the whole historical Western civilizational like struggle? You you say it's still here? <laughs> it didn't go You're away. You're telling me what? it's that the. the that it's only a revolving door of different names and different processes. It's Jim Crow. It's New Jim Crow. It's prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, like whatever we call it, it's not a whole lot has changed. Uh, it's a black president. Every every it's a black step president. The way. And then a punishment for having a black president for two mm-hmm. terms. Right. It's the asterisk. It's a big orange, stupid asterisk. Oh, Uh, wait. No, 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 no. You thought we had a black president. Now, let's make America great again. Let's make it great again. We've lost our country. We're about to show you what we really mean about make make America great again. So what's what's uh, also fascinating, too, is how it like there's two things that seem to never be able to be talked about in America. mm -hmm. It's not politics. It's race and religion. And those two are interconnected too, and like those are the things that kind of get glossed over. And you forgot so like sex, Trevor. Of, you forgot sex, baby. You know, the good old bumping ugly. See, I'm not saying it, but I'm thinking it. Abstinence, <laughs> bro. Abstinence. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Fight your fight. Not. Being human. Fight being human. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> fight being human. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> the it's it's never addressed because it just never seems to be a comfortable subject or one that's knowledgeable. It comes and it goes. It's swept under, and you're you're rarely allowed, particularly like religion. You're not allowed to talk about it 
and then same with race. It, it just doesn't come up. When you get a bunch of white people in the room, maybe up until the past five years ago, the topic of race was not on the, the set list. It ne You never accidentally came up. It was not part of the ethos. No one was thinking about it uh, with white people because you didn't, they didn't have to. You didn't wake up and think, think oh man like i'm white how is that going to affect my life today you don't yeah. think about it because there wasn't yeah. there's no consequence mm -hmm. for it so it wasn't something talked about it's not like mm -hmm. my parents or anyone you know gave me the talk when you start to get older and it's just like okay and like now you're you're treated differently like you have we to do watch out talk. for this yeah like that's so, oh, like, wait, we, we don't get every the talk. black kid gets that talk wait yeah. no one gave me the white talk isn't that crazy isn't that it'd crazy been, though it'd have been very boring like now son <laughs> Um, here's a list of things you don't have to worry about. <laughs> also, we like the Eagles. Um, yeah, oh yeah, like, we like the Eagles. Uh, the like Beatles, Eagles. you know, any <laughs> the blank band. Uh, like John Mulaney. John Mulaney, you have to laugh at everything he says. Um, uh, you know, white bread, uh, you need to speak uh, to the manager uh, and always, you're always going to get what you want. Now oh, just, yeah, you know, yeah, ask yeah. for it. Uh, but but yeah, like, no, it's not. You'll get something. the references. Trust me, you'll get the yeah. references. I'll make a call. <laughs> Bill will take care of everything. Don't even worry about it. Okay, now go play your video games, smoke your weed. Just don't talk yeah, about yeah. it. And it's okay because you'll have no problem. You can do what you want. You're you're amazing. I love you. Yeah yeah. Go kill him and call him Davy, baby. I love you. <laughs> I'll make some. I'll make some sandwiches in a little bit. I'll be in there in a second. <laughs> no, mom, stay away. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, stay away. I hate you. Oh, that's my son. I just I love him. So. <sighs> He's just, he's just, you know, he's just going through a rough time, you know? Yeah. So white people don't have to think about this. Yeah. It's even, it's a new thing even now. Like, that's at least one thing. I wouldn't say, like, barely anything's changed. But one something is new is that it's at least something that pops up on the radar, which is sad that it was not on the radar before. It was not on the radar. Uh, and that they've actually shown... Because yeah, I'm always interested in, of course, the data and the polling and through 538. So one thing they, they talked about, when they thinned things out, there were two factors that showed more like strong Trump support. And it wasn't – that's false. Three. And this is like back like around post-election, just like correlated, actually correlated with that. When they broke it down, like certain things you'd think like, oh, like maybe it's certain policies. Oh, maybe it's being pulled in by – republicanism or other things but i mean one number one a lot of it was education for for high school diploma white people it correlated strongly with support mm -hmm. uh but two it wasn't actually the money money thing uh in 2016 hillary clinton did still did just as well it wasn't yeah it wasn't just the money it was oh. there was it, there was some more depth to it it wasn't like he just collected a bunch of like people with like less income uh, like, like, like that. How it was presented, like, oh, it's just a bunch of people, like, in rural wherever, who just don't have a lot, who just, you know, needed an enemy. Like, no, it was people who who knew other people who didn't have money, and so it was kind of like a defense uh, of worrying about winding up, like other people who were less fortunate. It wasn't, he's not, he wasn't a representative of some silent majority. They've disproven that. This majority won't shut the hell up. Uh, there's nothing silent about Trump's support. Uh, just go on Facebook and look at hometown friends.
Oh my but, god! Yeah, like no. look at Twitter. Like, come, come on! Like the Twitter, silent majority. Yeah. Like, please be, please be silent. I don't want to hear this anymore. But I know. They, they showed a lot of these people. They had a higher average income than Democratic people, or than the just the general <laughs> poll. And so it was kind of false that it was just some, uh, like some rural or lower income thing. It, it was economic anxiety about winding up like others. Oh hell yeah, less. bro! Hell so yeah, it's, bro! So it's the it's definitely the fuck did, you got mine. Did you see? Did you see that clip? There's this uh, there's this uh, Caucasian woman, and uh, and she's more mature in age. You've described uh, like works. every viral video in the last two years. I know <laughs> so that and, middle and aged then, Caucasian woman. <laughs> she she's she's uh she's got some salt and pepper. She's seen some things, but she's an advocate for. African-American studies and what's and her name racism. I forget, but do you see that clip? Abigail or something? It, something it comes like, up. It comes up. It comes up over it's and over. Amazing. I've seen it multiple times, but uh, she's like uh, talking to a bunch of white people. And she's like, uh, now I have a question for you all. Down if you law, yeah. please stand up, if you would like to be treated like African-Americans are treated in this country. Uh, nobody said, everybody's just kind of looking at her like confused. She's like, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm, I'm not sure if I was clear and I'm not sure I stated the question correctly. Please stand up right now if you are willing to be treated like an African-American is treated in the United States of America. Nobody stood up. And she's Nothing. like, this is why you know there's a problem. There's a reason you're not standing up. And this is the reason why so many people are angry and upset and hurt. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this is why people are blowing shit up. Like, it's no one, like, yeah, no one would ever try. Like, that's just a lot. Whatever, like, some there's no. some like whiny affirmative action thing that, of course, is often disproven, like mm -hmm. the you know UT Austin case or whatever. It's like no one because we we know, we know everyone should know. You can see it. You know someone who's been affected and if you're not you're, you're, you're just blind to it which is again why things get difficult because there's there's a gatekeeper problem someone's already in the castle and their whole mission is to not be worse off than other people and Bro, so we've seen that in the data yeah. like we are we're too like we're afraid of of letting any more people in the castle <laughs> for the chance that we get thrown out of the castle and that's how it's worked but that's a scarcity mindset. For hundreds of years. It's, like, it's the yeah. scarcity mindset that, yeah. like, unless someone is doing worse off than me, you know, there's someone has to, and that's, and growing up, of course, in more the rural idea that North there Carolina, have to be losers. Yeah. You, you, yeah, it's, it's, there has to be losers. It's a very American <laughs> ideal. Cause in order for there to be a winner, and we're all about winning here, yeah. it was a big slogan, you must have losers. And yeah. it doesn't matter how poor you are and, and who's wronged you and why. Your economic situation, why there's abject poverty, where you started in white mountain communities, like what there's so many problems that like could be needed and helped. There has to be an enemy because it's easy. It's easy to find. It can't be their fault or their situation's fault. It has to be someone else. So number three, so the big ones, the indicators were education, and not actually economic, but economic anxiety about becoming poor. And number three after they thinned out by the questions, it was hard to find out because no one admits it. It was racial resentment. That is the easiest indicator 
like it was just a simple like because you can't go and like if you go out and say like hey like do you have racial resentment on a scale of one to ten? You know, everyone's like, no, not a, not a racist bone in my body. Who came up with that phrase? Why I don't do they see all color. say the same phrase? I don't see color. Like, there's not a yeah. I was like, your bones aren't racist. You are, you idiot. You know, <laughs> like your brain is racist. Like your bones, your bones are. I don't have a racist bone in my body. Like, what playbook? What script are they reading to like come up with the same phrase? But it's you know what's you know what's really mm -hmm. fundamentally fucked up um, is that I I'm still one of the lucky ones. I had a father who was who had enough intelligence and, and, and expertise to have a very good paying job that got me to live in uh, the upper middle class in terms of like you know, suburbia, you know, I went to a school with a great education. I was exposed to so many things because of my mom's inspiration. And she was so, like, I had so much support growing up, but behind all of that growing up was like, we are giving you this better life because you don't have an excuse to be average. Like mm -hmm. if you are African-American in this world, Drew, and you're average, you will have a harder time of it. You need to be exceptional to just at least maybe have a chance at the same opportunity. And it, it's, I, I just never thought about it like that, you know, until very recently, because there are a lot of people that ask me for motivation. There are a lot of people that ask me like, why do you, where did your passion come from? It's because I didn't have a choice, bro. Like if I'm not something that people care about, in terms of like building community, in terms of building, like, dude, nobody's gonna be looking out for me. For most of my life, even black people didn't fuck with me because well, it's a I scarcity did have mindset too. It's a scarcity mindset. So I didn't have anybody to to rely on. So I had to be good. There was no excuse. I had to practice. I couldn't just show up and not because they didn't want me there anyway. And that's what I always felt. I just we don't, we'll allow you because you're 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 okay. You, you can play this. Mediocrity show. is only allowed in white spaces by white people. <laughs> I, I think of like even just my no. experience of just mm -hmm. things and opportunities have just happened and yeah. where I shouldn't have happened. It's just like I know other people <laughs> have worked harder. I wouldn't always be practicing. And that yeah. there are other there's just the, the the wild thing and what fascinates me about life, but what also causes all the problems is just how many factors are at play and that you can never actually, yeah. nothing is in a bubble. You can never mm -hmm. remove all the factors. Mm -hmm. Like the reality is, is whenever it says, oh, like race or whatever wasn't part of the equation. That is impossible. It might not be all of the equation. And sometimes the percentage of what matters changes across everything. And any decision, any action, but you can't eliminate it. It's not a math problem. It's it's there, and it has to be addressed. It will always be a factor. And then, like two other big ones, and we briefly touched on this, but they're they're dangerous topics too. I'm sorry. Is is given? Me. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just fireworks, dude. That they've just been going oh, off since I can't, morning. I can't even hear. I feel shell shocked. Well, it's picking up on the mic. You'll hear it. It's like, okay. It's like fourth gotcha. time in this episode. The the other like two uncomfortable things, and like we mm -hmm. haven't we haven't really started addressing society because it gets into very dangerous territory of just like 
intelligence given intelligence is a big factor uh and like looks like they, they those are two things that <laughs> you can work you can you can like yeah. you can get a good looking body though like even yeah, if like, your so face is messed you up, can, you can like lift weights. You look and okay. you can improve. <laughs> that's that's also in a in a in a bio too. Really yeah, our faces aren't good, but hey, we can Not still good, work. But at least I got play viola pretty good. Like that was what I. <laughs> but um, I don't need a good body. It's true. Like, those viola. are two. Like, there's all these uncomfortable factors because it starts getting into like anyone can improve their intelligence. For some, yeah. it's going to be harder. It's the same with work ethic. It's the same. With looks, I mean, you can go out there, you can improve your look, but for some, like, there's just going to be natural and, like, they're going to get advantages and it's uncomfortable. Some people are, are naturally smarter, but you, you can't talk about it. Some people have got, an easier yeah. time with weight. Mm -hmm. Well, not some, lots of it. It's mm -hmm. you, you have to, there's almost, you can almost always control some things, but here's the thing there's one thing that you have almost no, <laughs> and by almost no, you have no control over, and that's race. Yeah, you Your can't genetics. just de yeah. You can't just de race yourself. Not yet. Like it's part of you. Not yet. Uh, Which is scary. Apple, right? the new it's... Apple, the new i i ray. It'll be like fourteen hundred dollars. It's got an A sixty four processor. But the, yeah, there's some <laughs> things you just you can't. The new i race eleven Pro. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Design, dude, that's the thing, man. The we race need to solve SE. this. We need to solve this because technology is getting to a point where we have the ability to shape the fabric of reality all the way down to what your proposed child is going to look like, right? We're getting to a point where we're able to use CRISPR and rearrange genes, dude. And that's probably where we're going to get into these, why we need to start addressing these conversations now. Right now, right now. Is because we can finally we're getting to a point where we could control that and we need to we need ethics involved in this side. we can science our way into it when is it morally right to start choosing choosing uh genders to choose create your character bump up the intelligence on the slide i know scale. i know like it's like fallout <laughs> it's like fall like boop, 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 or yeah it's, it's like madden it's just like man this person is 99 and everything <laughs> He's or seven, this person eight. is like just very fast but they can't take a hit yeah so you just <laughs> It's going to have to be, yeah, we're going to have to have the sliding scales to where you can only, you know, you're given, you're given. You got to have strengths and weaknesses. You have to divide them across. It's like, oh, but so Trevor, he's jacked, but he's, he's not resistant to poison. So, nah, so <laughs> this is how you, so you got to make sure you got weak poison weapons, yeah. and poison magic when you go into battle <laughs> and you go to the raid boss. Dude, I think that we are trying to like account for all of our weaknesses. And I think that's good. Uh, as a human race to try to keep getting better and show up our weaknesses. But I think we have to embrace our weaknesses. They're what make us interesting. They're what make us human. Like you can't be good at everything. Like just by the fact that, you know, by natural selection with slavery, you, you bred the most athletic slaves with the most athletic slaves. That's why the NBA looks like the way it looks. That's why the NFL looks the way it looks. That is genetic engineering at, at its finest. That, I mean, that's just one of our strengths now because of that right? We do have intelligence as well, mm -hmm. but that wasn't cultivated because we were told not to read. We, it was yeah, illegal for allowed. slaves yeah. to read. 
it was illegal. And if you taught slaves to lead, to read, you would go to jail or much worse, actually. Like they would lynch yeah. people yeah. that took care of slaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's real. So you have to take that into account and then look at communities that come from that history and look at that starting point, right? So if you have 400 years of ancestors that were told not to read, it's kind of understandable for you to have, you know, education and access to education be one of your weaknesses because Mm -hmm. it was systematically created like that. And it's my my favorite is it's we've... I think use this example before, not my favorite, but just one of the ideas my is that oh, like it's <laughs> the Bill Burr, like every year white people add on a hundred years to slavery. Like, oh, it was four hundred years ago. <laughs> like it was just so long ago. <laughs> but uh, you know, like, oh it doesn't matter. It's it's like no, no, no. Like people's grandparents still obviously obviously like people anyone alive today is still dealing with it immediately right now but this this is not long ago and that was the starting point so someone started with everything the example it's it's the gladiator match russell crowe black people got stabbed armor thrown on them and then they were wheeled out and expecting like a fair fight like with joaquin phoenix no like that's not that's you you Mm -hmm. couldn't you can't stab someone in the ufc and then you both walk in the ring and it's like hey we both started in the ring it's a fair fight yeah, no. we started at the same spot, right? Yeah, we're, we're, we're starting at the same healthy. spot. We're starting at the yeah. same spot. And white people are hitting from the white tees on the golf course. So also, this is the part of... Golf. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, it's kind of like... Uh, it, it's an expansion of, you know, when you had plantation culture, you would have a couple of house Negroes that would pretty much have a, a class above the field Negroes, right? So then and so look that down. is... Yeah, and they look down and they to look subjugated. Down mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. It's human psychology, bro. It's brilliant. It's brilliant in how in an evil maniacal way. it yeah. was. The new equivalency of that is allowing a couple of black stars to gain notoriety, allowing a couple of black owners to have access to grants, only allowing a couple of, you know, uh, black businesses really boom mm-hmm. while you burn down you know and black wall street it's the oh yes. i like you know it's 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 the black friend thing it's like it's oh, not I, your, I'm it's a not big your fan fault. of mj a big fan of shackle he's so funny or mm-hmm. think of i think of this also with an example like ellen i like, think of how many rural super conservative people love oprah winfrey and ellen think like, they love them they watch the shows mm-hmm. all the time like mm-hmm. hours a week of their super mm-hmm. anti uh, anti gay or racist lives we're spent watching this. And so it like, it absolves them of that. It's like, oh no, no. Like I like them. And like, I can feel that makes me feel more comfortable. Friend. It's the mm-hmm. black friend. It's, it's how you get, what's your face. I'm that for uh, a lot the, of people. The aim. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. Like they like scored the seven C's looking for a, like a black string player. And like, aha, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've great We've Scott. I've, Scott. I've done it. I have a We've friend. Done it. And, and so it, it's like that absolving thing of like, oh, like consuming, obviously more consumption consuming the culture black culture and then mm-hmm. i can't i don't hate black people yeah. i love hip-hop yeah yeah like i i don't have a race with fun in my body uh, but um yeah it's true it's that like absolving nature that you think just because uh like that you talk to a black person that suddenly oh i can't i can't be racist i just call That's the part police of it. when they watch that's birds. Par- oh you know, like, no. what, come, yeah like that it's 
it's uh, there was that 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 Times article about uh, what was her name? Amy. That's not or Amy Cooper. Amy Cooper. That's just a very weird. Amy Cooper. Amy Cooper. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, like, there's oh, that art- article Cooper. about like, hey, you know, like Amy Cooper is a liberal, and that's important. That yeah. Can we explain? That. Can we explain? Can we explain the situation? Say play what you're going to say. That's important. Well, I think we need to recap it because I'm, I'm so much. There's been happened. so many. Th- yeah. There's been so <laughs> really many hard things. to keep track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So continue. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but we should explain yeah. it too. Okay, so one of the it used to be the most recent, but of course the next day, I mean, murder on uh, yeah, televised murder, and yeah. now we're multi city uh, protest in place. And I mean, a CNN like anchor got got detained shot. on it's, air. Yeah, like another while, one while he was reporting. Got shot HuffPo people got arrested. What? Yeah, or like shot, shot. With like the yeah, like oh, sh- oh, uh, I. Ari Ali v- Velshi, Ali Velshi got shot in the, the f- leg. Or then there's the the photographer, like her whole job oh, is photography, what? and she got shot uh-huh. in the eye with a beanbag and is blind in the eye. Oh! You know, like it, it's the violence. They broke it, they broke your hand. It's like that's your that's your career. Oh yeah, man. You but shoot see, a that seems like eye. a lame. That seems like a lame excuse. Like I don't want them to hurt my hand. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's classical guitar. I don't want them to. I don't want to break a nail. It's my good my guitar hand. Part part but, of it is, yeah. It's like I feel uncomfortable. You know, we're in a pandemic right now, and I understand everybody's everybody's had it. Everybody's at home, and now they're educating themselves. Mm-hmm. I've been educating myself, dude. You know how like on the podcast I'll be like, man, I'm not feeling that good because I'm educating myself. Yeah. I see how this stuff is stacked against me, bro. It sucks every day. <laughs> like that's that's the audio clip. <laughs> and now everybody's catching up. I'm like, yo, welcome to the party, bro. Yeah. Welcome. Now we can have a conversation. Thank you. I mean, friend, uh, did, did you ever uh, talk to or bump into Jasmine Johnson when you were at Juilliard? She was drama. She's yes, amazing. Of course. She would love her. Because I never I know. Because most music grad kids. students never get to bump into theater. That was one benefit yeah. Well, they were the dorm. only black people, bro. Of course, I had to bump into there we go. them. <laughs> you yeah, all know man. each other, right? Dude, that's you what all, we do. So, PSA for all the people who don't, <laughs> there are two interactions that can go with being black. One of them is my least favorite that I've had equally as much is that they look at you and say, and they hate you because they cur- they were the only black person in that thing. So, they were the token person. So, they hate you for joining because it's like, oh, look at. Look at them, they're, com- they're coming in my space. Because sometimes when you feel devalued, when you are accepted into the the narrative or into the group, you Hold kind on. of feel hostile. Mm-hmm. You feel hostile to other people uplifting themselves. So that's one interaction. And the other one is like a silent nod and a smile. And then a moment when nobody else is watching, y'all get together, have beers, and y'all become the best of friends and you start linking up. That's what happened. That's what happened. The nod. This the nod. It's the nod. It's the nod. You know. So Jasmine, she had a great. Mm-hmm. I mean, huge. And there's so much stuff flying all over Instagrams and Iowa, but she had a great one. It was essentially like a well, a big welcome to the party. Change. It's just like it's been here. <laughs> We've been doing this. You know. Thanks for showing up. Uh, now do something. You know. I've been uh, less vocal on social media. Uh, I'm just personally overwhelmed by it all. I. I I'm separated from my family. I'm worried about my family. Uh, I hear a bunch he of fireworks, horn, horns, dude. We just got a PSA 
the city of Los Angeles is declaring that a curfew will be in place from 8 p.m. tonight to 5.30 a.m. tomorrow for the entire city of Los Angeles. Traveling, they, traveling from work is the only reason you should be on the streets. You'll be arrested, bro. It's, I mean, I mean we're, 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 you know, we've quickly gone to a police state. If, mm-hmm. if In we, some if places. It, and just being kind that it wasn't kind of like that already. But, yeah, it's kind of like a wild. I also feel, I've like shrunk from social media. Yeah, I can't and I don't do want to be like a like a white silence ignorer of it, but also yeah. I just see Talk so many me. people sharing things. They're mm-hmm. they're doing it. I'm. It's like I don't have a, anything particularly you need to contribute except money. I've sent out funds. I don't want to mm. brag about it or say where. Like you just, should, you should, you yeah. should. That's what you should be posting. Yeah. I think that's important right now. From a from here, here's the deal. I see your point, and mm-hmm. yes, I agree. Because there's a, there lot a lot of, of it. It's all that. over. It's all over. But and I just but. This is this is more. There's a lot of virtue signaling, but I think this is now is an important moment to mm-hmm. be vocal. Just say one or two things, bro. I think that's important. Yeah, because um, I just didn't I did wanna... it. Yeah, okay. I did it. I did it. But and I'm gonna make an official post on Instagram sometime over the next couple of days. I just want to make sure because I have a platform and we have this podcast. This is a platform. Mm-hmm. We do need to talk about these things this is history right we're and in so it I we live it every day back. history we're is here it every day so being a part of silence is it's not going to be a part of the the uh the solution now because silence mm-hmm. worked great you know we had martin Luther king well, he died ignoring. as a martyr yeah but people you know what i see now man because history doing my history when martin luther king was assassinated robert Kennedy soon after that, like 68 was terrible for assassinations, mm-hmm. civil unrest. It was, we're not there yet. Okay. But what happened was the history that we grew up with aggrandized the nonviolence. Oh yeah. Martin Luther King. And they used him as the poster boy. They didn't really talk about Malcolm X. They said he was like by any means necessary, but they leave out before he was assassinated. I'm going to pull up that talking quote. about, pull it up. Pull it up because he was getting fed up. Bloody Sunday in Selma changed him. Many of these protests that 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 where nonviolent protesters were attacked by police, just like what we're seeing, that changed the pacifist mindset of Martin Luther King. And we don't ever talk about that. I was trying to explain this to someone else because, of course, they said, you know. Oh, my favorite thing. So so I flipped through (laughs) my my favorite thing is the reclaiming of MLK. It's just like baffling. And so I always I flip through all of the channels and I'm always curious what's good old Fox News gonna say. And of course I Uh scroll through last nine and it's just, you know, Mike Huckabee, obviously the voice of MLK. You know, he knows Mm-hmm. You know, like MLK. Yeah. They Mike, they stood for the same thing at the same you time. Know, yeah, like obviously yeah, they would be time, very friends. He and yeah, he, he would have been very pro MLK, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's talking out there, like, you know, honoring the memory of MLK and stuff. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> he did not. He was not super. Like, like yeah, like that, that lasted for a little while. But he mm-hmm. wouldn't just sit there and say, like, hey, let's just take this take you know take this this violence sitting down no you had to fight for something uh this reclaiming mlk whitewash one of my again i keep saying favorite but it's like terrible but one of the most things that fascinates me too and the obvious whitewashing and the 
the whiteism of the MLK image is that <clears throat> he was not popular during his time. No. He was killed. I think he was polling in the 30s. He yeah. was polling lower than Trump. He was not mm. popular. People hated mm. it. And mm. that reminded me when we get up and towards our modern day, the Kaepernick example. Mm. I was huge following that. And everyone just like hating him for what doing what? Peacefully protesting. The Dave Chappelle, like who knew that all we had to do was just get on a one knee. And, ah, yeah. Hilarious bit. And it's I true. Know. Like so he did it, obviously. Nothing changed. We you know, we got an orange president. But uh, MLK, uh, I'm trying to find what's that quote? Uh, I think it's about indifference and indifference. Oh, uh, rioting, rioting is the, well, there are a bunch of quotes, but rioting is I mean, the yeah, language of the unheard. So that's like, that's I'm... like one of the things he said. But also for, for, since we're on history and while Trevor's looking that up, just to let y'all know, uh, Martin Luther King also was like speaking against the military industrial complex and the war in Vietnam. And he was in, socialist, in you know, UBI. Yeah, he like, was really talking about redistribution of wealth from the haves to the have-nots. He was talking about some very dangerous things. And when you have those conversations, look on the evening news. Look what they do. Look what they do when you, when, when, when you prosecute somebody terribly. This is what mm -hmm. happens when you see a blatant injustice. And it's not just black people. That's the beautiful thing. I'm looking on Twitter and one of the biggest trending, uh, trending hashtags right now is Black Lives Matter with underscores. And I think it's run mostly by like K-pop people, K-pop stands. <laughs> And they're like, no, we need to get behind the African-American community. And there are people, I see Asian people out mm -hmm. there calling out uh, like that my boy David So on his podcast. Mm -hmm. was, he said so astutely, he's like, you know, people in, in, in Asia that are appropriating hip hop and, 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 and breakdance and all these other cultures, your silence here, we, we do, our communities do need to come together because if we don't stand up for black people, who says that we're not next? Who says that other people of color aren't in in trouble? Right. Like we're the original, we're not the original sin, actually. We're like the second, we're the sequel to the Native Americans. Yeah. The Native Americans didn't get a chance, right? The, the black people are the sequel. We're the ones that kind of kind of survived. 2.0. 2 and we've talked about this in, in other countries. Like almost every country's got something down in there. And the mm -hmm. and it's it, it is again. Yeah, every country has the tone. dude. Yeah. The the fascination is the countries that don't that are actually doing well off have very little diversity. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's true. So you think it's when so they think true. when they say Nordic countries or another great example, Japan, like, Homogeneous. like they, it's because one of the things they don't have to tackle with. And so like America, who just doesn't tackle it, even though we have it in mass, like we're very diverse numbers wise. And we just kind of like, you know, just like let it play out like a science mm. experiment. Uh, like, <laughs> Woo, let's like, figure it out. <laughs> like, like, it's just like, we never clean the fridge. It's just stuff growing oh, everywhere. Facts. And we don't talk, we don't talk about how gross the fridge is and how someone should do something about the fridge. And it's just, you know. It's I really like, think dude, they should do something smell. about the fridge, Trevor. There's a smell and we're just, we ignore it. Like that's, yeah. is that, 
Is that white fuzz just growing on that fruit? It's a little. Oh no, that's edible. I think that's still edible, man. No, that's good. It's someone else's responsibility to clean the fridge. Yeah, it ain't that. But, yeah. So the I MLK quote, there. <laughs> there's there's t- there's tons of them, uh, of course, specifically to this. But you know, like gravely disappointed with the white moderate, um, <clears throat> our our greatest stumbling block in his stride towards freedom is not the the KKK, but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than justice. Shallow understanding of people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. And say that. Uh, can you say? Can you say that to me one more time? And and the, yeah, the last. But <clears throat> so like the greatest stumbling block in in this in his stride towards freedom is not the KKK, but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than justice. Yes. Shallow yes. understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. So mm. the bystander or someone who could do something and just stands by is almost worse than someone who's disingenuous. And that's yeah. a big knock against politics for the longest time, like turning a blind eye something when you know it's wrong. Yeah. Really, it's 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 fundamental. And I think at least something like, you know, this is a bedrock shaking thing. Uh, we can't doubt that something you know like we're at least doing something's happening just because look at these these protests like just how many people come in in mass uh, they wouldn't do this for no reason yeah and like they it, wouldn't do this for no it, reason. it's time particularly in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> you know, like that right when everybody wants to like be inside and not mm-hmm. catch a deadly or not necessarily fully deadly in the way we first understood it but still very contagious disease that kills vulnerable people what stands out to me or while I'm trying to assess like what to do about it instead of and I don't want to disregard everyone who's constantly posting it's great oh, that they're posting no sharing we all need to, don- to we all sharing need to. sharing donations yeah. just I've slowed down because I want to I'm going to we talked I'm about it share, share we my. talked about it re- recently and that I want to I just want I want to come in you know have it put in thought to like what I could say because it's not no one's sitting around waiting for me to say anything I'm not a vocal figure yeah. or as important as as you so like there's well i am like, course, dude and i don't know what, what to I mean. say like, bro you ha- yeah I'm like y- you of I'm course again. what do you want from me <laughs> that's just I'm, the still, I'm freaking out too i don't know what to say yeah, like i don't know it's what to like do. like no one no one's gonna die and just be like oh man you know I, I just don't know what to think of this i really hope trevor posts on instagram no but even still one of the things i'm trying to do is like and we've talked about this recently just in politics in general, but specific to this particular area, it was that dawn and realization of me, my actual relationship to politics and difficult subjects related in race, intelligence, you know, other politics in general, in that I spend so I spend a lot of time thinking about these, reading on these histories, political podcast polling, but mm. that's that's all I do. I only do I do lots of step one, which is just like learning and reading about cool. yeah but I, but, but that but. is it's that's what about the butt that means i'm a hobbyist can we touch the butt i'm not an activist can, i'm a hobbyist can we touch the butt you're a hobbyist yeah like that's what when i can't remember which podcast it was but it was mm. fascinating the person came on there he's like a lot of people will listen to this podcast the pod save america 538 npr politics washington post can he do it? like all these in new york times and so i spend a lot of time thinking about this and so mm. that feels like oh like I'm either engaged or I do this or like I'm doing anything. When in reality, the answer is no, I'm not doing anything. It's a hobby. It's almost like sports. Like other people follow up on their, you know, players in 
teams getting traded and other stuff. So to me, it was a hobbyist. And then I, I want to try to transform my approach into this too. Okay, like I spent a lot of time thinking about these. I need to contribute and not just the occasional yes. donation here and there. It's, it needs to go to activism because we are. And how do you, yeah. how do you contribute, right? In a time of yeah. tumult, you know? I mean, I, that's very daunting, bro. Like, how are you, how are you dealing with that? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to put much you on money, the spot but I, No, I don't have much money. Like, I think when the biggest thing was dawning on me that I just thought I always needed to know more. And I think me just too. like getting this podcast out. Yeah, we're always going to need to know more, but it's time to do more. Let's learn. Man, like, do you want to have some back. people on? Yeah. Do you want actually, to have some people absolutely. on that talk about this, man? I just saw Coda the Friend interview mm -hmm. this uh, this uh, uh, professor, uh, an he he calls himself an abolitionist because he wants to end the prison system, um, and he I'll I'll get his name I'll get his name again because. Uh, I was absolutely should. raptured by his by his by his words and just I want to have these conversations because I think what we need to do is like and I don't mean to put you on the spot this podcast on the spot but I think it's important for us to take what we say very carefully right now mm -hmm. and I mean I'm not an expert I'm just a violist dude like I don't I don't have all the answers but I we're just two Juilliard dudes who can't fight like this <laughs> we just can't <laughs> fight man I just can't fight two weenies Juilliard weenies two, two Juilliard weenies with soft shitty fight. bodies that can't even throw a straight punch you know what I'm saying so what am I supposed to do I think we give platforms to people who have spent their time doing this like I'm curious to see what people like Sean King uh, mm -hmm. are, are are saying about these things, and one of the things that they do say is they they illustrate, uh, they illustrate they use their platform to illustrate the solutions. So it's calling your local governments, and I think if we really want to change the world, I think it's about changing your community. It's about making sure that the black people in your community are taken care of. Maybe the black people in your community need a little bit of extra economic stimulation to start their business maybe mm. even having a conversation with them maybe even figuring out who the black people are in your community what are their goals what are their wants what are their ambitions do they align with yours i just really don't think there's a lot of real talk between us because many times we're so hurt and we're so scared that and we we're so caught up in our visage that we don't see that we want the same things. We just want to have a beautiful family, peace, sincerity, a security, good community, like security. financial security. We want the best. You, you want your the, the next generation to have it better. You want a successful mm -hmm. business. Uh, you want in and out. Anyone <laughs> you want. We all want in and out. Like let's be real. But. <gasps> <laughs> it's it's like uh, again I can't I always I always forget his name but he goes around and he would collect the clan hoods, and then other people uh, Daryl uh, Daryl Davis Daryl Davis Daryl Davis and, and Daryl Davis like Shout all out. you know often it's it, sitting down talking when when people realize that you know we are always more similar than different mm. we all want the same things mm. uh, like that that's that's what fascinates me about uh, a, a pet peeve is just how particularly in, in the South, just such resentment against Mexican people. And, yeah. Isn't and, that weird? And Latina, Latinx weird, and Hispanic people. And that's what, that blows my mind. Cause on paper, on paper, <laughs> they should be 
they're a family. Like, like when you think of those traditional uh, conservative values, family, God, religion, yeah, business, like family, family, working hard, you know, growing the community, you know, taking care of it, like all, like all these just family values. (laughs) And like Mm -hmm. when you list that off, it's like, wait, are you describing? Like Mexican traditional people? Like, conservative like, tenants, this, yeah. Like, it's like when you list it off, like on paper, like you guys should be in love with each other, like, yeah, y'all God should make family, out, like, right See what there, happens. you guys should kiss, like, into the USC fight. Oh, yeah, y'all beat the shit out of each other and then just kiss afterwards, just kiss, like, just they, kiss. You, you both like, <laughs> love like cooking with family, like, there's just so many things, it's like highly specific, and yet there's just hate, there's weird otherism, hate, and it's only race like I, that's it is the cultures it are aligned crazy, and man. one has better like mexican people have better food uh but so it's actually statement yeah yeah like you but, but, but close, carb diet a lot of southern mexican food, food is delicious dude. but so even still like they just it, it blows my mind like that like wait this is the this is the group of people you hate they're everything you want to be mexican people are the old like mexican people are the most american people <laughs> yeah, By that I mean, old textbook definition, like that whole American family ideal. Mexican people are well, the. American we're not even family. gonna go genetically. Like yeah. they, they have like. Honestly, like if we're gonna be technical, like they're descendant of Native Americans and the, oh, yeah, even the even in a specific, of the Spanish Empire, even in a specific, yeah, they, they're just been vein. here longer. Yeah, even like, the Spanish have been here longer. So it's like, what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? What are we really talking about here? And I, I think it's just what you said. You said it so early in the conversation. It's it's so salient and so important. The haves and the have-nots. As long as I got it better than that guy, I'm going to feel okay about my time on this planet. And I think it's that lack of empathy. I think we, as humans, are being tested in terms of our ability to love, our ability to, to have compassion for one another. And... Zoom out, people. I know this is a crazy time, but zoom out. Like we're still, we're batting a thousand. You know, we're kind of, we're kind of due. My grandfather always talked about, and this is the guy, Lonnie King Jr. Mm-hmm. He marched with uh, Martin Luther King, prominent civil rights leader. He died last uh, last March, and so I've been thinking about him a lot recently, watching these protesters and imagining him in his suit. You know, getting mm. attacked, dogs sicked on him, and fire hoses, and the whole nine yards. I think about like every. I think about something he told me when I was uh, going into college. He said, "Drew, first of all, learn Chinese because uh, we owe them a lot of money." <laughs> Step one, brilliant guy. Step one, he's like, because he's a historian, he studies geopolitics. He's like, look, China is gonna be They're the real deal. your generation's adversary and i was like bro what are you talking about dude like they they make my beanie babies like what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> but but what i what i found that he said the next thing he said was like if you look at civil unrest and civil rights uh in this country you'll see it every 50 years and he he talked he 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 talked about all the way from you know 1776 you know 1781 you know to 50 years later in the, in the the uh the 1810s and 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 I forget what 
you know, first of all, 1776 and 1781, very important. That's the founding of the country. But mm-hmm. slavery had been here for hundreds of years before that. Like, that is not new. Since the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Since the beginning. Like, 1400s. Okay. The 1500s. Like, it's... Anyway, what what he talked about, though, was like, go from 1865. Okay. And then that's Reconstruction. It's the end of the Civil War. Then you look 50 years later. What is going on? You have these new freedoms that are being passed and then quickly taken away. What's the uh, re-rise of all of the, the re-rise. daughters of the Confederacy? That? that building just got mm-hmm. burnt down. Whoop, whoop. And uh, you have all these these the Confederate statues. statues. Yep. You you have after Civil War, like I said earlier, the KKK was being founded, and so they've had time to plan and plot. And so a lot of those plots systemically, uh, you have more Jim Crow laws that are starting to pop up for the first time in the 60s, you see the reaction to the Jim Crow. And in the 10s, right. you have the most stringent lockdown on immigration, like more otherism. What we also don't talk about in the 10s, we have the first African-American president, right? So you see these pendulum shifts every 50 mm-hmm. years. It goes one way and then another way and then another way. And so this is just a continuation of that. That like the civil rights that should have come with Barack Obama didn't come because he tried to bring it, but the, but legislation blocked him. Right. And so as punishment for the audacity, as punishment for the audacity to like try to have somebody in the highest position of power, um, we have now this reactionary response. And plus the, the mentality, I mean, there's a few things obviously at play and that we, we just think in our current time, like that's the starting point. Like, oh, like, mm. this is, you know, now things are okay. Like, we, we've we solved. Yeah, we, we can rest. To solve. Oh, we did it. You know, we really did it. Yeah. Obviously, everything's Mr. great. accomplished. You know, the, my one black friend, he's doing okay. Like, everything's yeah. great. Mission, roll out the banner. Mission accomplished on the aircraft. Yeah. We on did the air, Yes. Racism. Aircraft over. carrier. And so, yes. and remember, no more progress can be made. And this was, uh, this this type of conversation came up back with, with Cabernet. Like, every time... There's peaceful protests of any time. Remember, people were blocking highways then, and it was just like run them over, you know, like kill them. These these thugs, you know, racial. These insert, not even racially tinged, just straight up racial language. Uh, you know, like like no no things things are great now. Like what are they, what are they complaining about? Yeah, like, just, they, yeah. Like back then the that rights. was real. Back then that was like real. Like yeah, I would have been for that back then, but now everything's great. Like you're fine. Mm. And like like progress. I would have marched. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> marched. That's my, that's my favorite. It's like no no no. You wouldn't have. Like you don't know that you did it lived really? it. I was like really? you know geographically, and uh, you know family speaking. There's a great chance you were not doing. You were in that in in your head. You thought you were marching. But actually, you're that angry person when when uh, an African American shows up at your school. You're the person protesting with the sign, being angry someone is coming into your school. Like that's like if you look at the numbers, you are more likely to be that person uh, than than anyone walking beside him. Okay. Yeah, especially like uh, you're the one with the picket signs when the National Guard forcibly mm-hmm. made that happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, but look, the fact that the national government of the United States used military force to enforce integration of schools was still, in my opinion, one of the most surprising things I think I've ever seen. You yeah, know, it's kind of like weird. That, that's not talked about. And he was 
punished for it. He lost. He was mm-hmm. gone, and people were angry. Mm-hmm. There was a huge, like you said, back, there was a huge backlash to that. Yeah, no progress is unpunished. No one right. was happy. They were infuriated that yeah. the government was going to come in there and regulate the South. And like Lyndon Johnson was not popular. Like everyone, everyone who's enacted some type of uh, like positive impact mm-hmm. on racial results has been assassinated. I mean, like the two big ones, JFK was going to assassinated Lincoln. Didn't work out so assassinated. well. Assassinated. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's done anything of any Robert Kennedy, merit, who was the brother of JFK and saw, seen as a presumptive contender for demo, for the uh, for the presidency, assassinated. Opt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get like, him out. Uh, yeah. Or they lose. Like that's it. They are they are punished. <sighs> some fuck shit. They are yeah. punished. The first person who mm. comes in and does whatever act they call it, but just it does any actual types of true reparations, will lose. Their mm-hmm. next election, mm-hmm. they will be punished. It'll. It's always, you know, we'll give it concessions, but not too far, not too far. And it's because we're divided, bro. Yeah. We're divided. Like minorities are divided, and so I, I, I like, I want to give every. See, that's the weirdest thing, right, about this thing, mm-hmm. Trevor. There's a pandemic going on, an epic pandemic of proportions that we have not known since 1918. And we have over 104,000 people dead and people are stuck at home and they're, they're consuming all of this content and they're freaking out, dude. I'm one of those people and I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I also want to find a way to like be an escape for people too. That's right? why I wondered if we were going to bring it because we're in the, the, the world's literally actually on fire around us now. Mm-hmm. Um, not just metaphorically speaking. Uh, and I was wondering, what is, what is our point? It's, it's like, yeah, our... like, how do we address yeah. it? Because I, I do think it's valuable, and we are entertainers and artists too, to also have some escapes to find the the humor in this. Because, like what we've mentioned mm-hmm. before, and we always talk about the my gateway to difficult conversations on the subjects of race, religion, you name it, was through comedy. Is through joke. Mm-hmm. Is to joke, mm-hmm. and often because I'm white, you know, we have really dark senses of humor because we don't have actual problems, um, <laughs> and so, like really d- dark humor. And it's just like, oh, that's it's really messed up. It's like, yeah, it is. Now think about the actual subject. That was my uh, <laughs> uh, just like any the joke, and like just everyone kind of gets quiet. And they're like, and I'm like, yeah, no, like that's the point. <laughs> think about it. It's it's like like shows. Think about shows like Law and Order mm-hmm. and like SVU, like. I don't want to watch that shit. I ne- like I did yeah. when I was learning about the criminal justice system and it's interesting, but when your life is law and order and like America wants to lock you up, it's like, yo, um, well, those shows are, what nothing, is this? So, like those shows are like police propaganda. Like in all honesty, <sighs> people think it's, Hey, this is cool. This must be what it's like. Like, no, it's either really boring or really racist. Like you're at a desk. No. <laughs> like my, my favorite thing about Eddie uh, man, I keep saying that phrase. None of this is my favorite. One of the things I noticed too, it, it, think of like Bones or any of these shows. That I love high. Bones. Or okay, forensic. I love Bones. No, no, no. Not, not even fake, but any like forensics <sighs> thing. And you, like yeah. look at Bones' headquarters. It's like this beautiful, it's in a museum. Mm, like they got the touch yeah. screens with the images moving around. I was like. Got like all, they got so much money. 
I'm like, dude, this is, I'm like, man, this is like a federally funded institute. Like their things look like yeah. garbage. The only things that look nice, like police precincts don't look good. Like none of those look good. Mm-hmm. The only thing that looks That's good is, 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 is firefighter, firefighter places because no one wants to look like an asshole voting down a firefighter thing in a bill. So like you can have a tiny town, that firefighter place that looks amazing. But like everywhere else Love. you're in a, as it a, should. Yeah. You're in a crusty office. Stuff. Like you're miserable. Like you don't. You're 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 on a you know you're on a Windows ninety eight PC. You know I have tried not to research the firefighter firefighters and stuff because I they're like the last bastion for me to want to believe that there are people out there that'll try to take care of me. You know if I'm in trouble that somebody's gonna try to like look out for me. But I don't know maybe there is data. I don't want to be that black guy but maybe there's data where black you know people are disproportionately you know underserved because of you know from fire departments well maybe so actually well you you'd assume so be just because of again we have this because our correlation bro yeah that's the correlation in that the community it's a very similar to education in that communities Mm -hmm. pull together by race and that's by the Mm -hmm. redlining that's by like you get the whole, you know, combine all that together. But they're divided. Housing, so yeah, just like education, yeah. how most fire things, departments, your local resources are funded by your either local taxes or local bail uh, bonds. And mm-hmm. that's all location-based. So when you have money on this side of town, you get the shiny fire truck. And when you don't have money on this, uh, you, you're you just left out there in District you 9. You get a horse. Yeah, you get a, you get a horse. <laughs> a horse and a super soaker. And a super – I was going to – Good gonna, luck, bro. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good luck. Yeah, good blazing, luck. Bro. Blazing feder, uh, federal building here. Yeah, it's like, we got now, fire uh, troops at home. Why do you need a fire <laughs> truck? Your fire truck at home. Super soaker. I I really miss you, man. I know. I miss all my friends. I look forward to these opportunities to be able to talk with you, and I'm looking forward to the guests we're about to have on our show, man. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna we're gonna really. I think artists, you know, what what our job is to tell it is right now is to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. We have to, we have to tell the truth, even if it sucks, even if it hurts, even if it makes people uncomfortable. Um, and this has been particularly hard for me and I kind of want to end on this because I've always been a brand of, you know, inspiration and uplifting and like positivity and stuff. But mm-hmm. I've always had this level of darkness knowing that as a black man, you know, uh, I can't talk about being black because that's going to make white people uncomfortable. It always has. They're always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when it comes to getting into colleges, that was the thing. That was when I knew that I was different. Because I was being accepted everywhere, and people mm-hmm. were like, "Well, yeah, but I mean, come on, yeah, but you, you know, yeah, you know, come I, on, it's not like you know, you're not one of the best violists in Georgia in high school. You, you're not thirtieth in your class with a four point GPA. You know, mm-hmm. you don't do all these other extracurriculars to be well rounded and academically, like scholastically, achieving. You know, affirmative action, bro. That's why you got in." You know, that's why you got into Juilliard this way. It's, that is the underscore of yeah. all co- my conversations, you know, about school. It's It sucks. It's that defense. It's like, oh, he couldn't, you couldn't have gotten in on, on this merits. I must be better. And yet yeah. the entire history of the world is built on uh, m- mediocre people getting by, <laughs> getting plenty of opportunity without question. Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. we, we see that we've talked about that, like the glass ceiling thing and politics. Mm-hmm. Women are all, always often overqualified for, before they run for positions. And then any white dude, male, it's like mm-hmm. there's trust, like, oh, he's up and coming. Or like, I really like, you know, he's got a grip. We can mentor him. We can, yeah. we can, we can mentor him. Yeah, like, oh, he's, he's really on the rise. But, but you must have qualifications. You must have already <sighs> done the thing uh, yeah. for everyone else. So it, it, there's... Like you said, like it's it's ongoing, and I love having this this pod to talk about. It. It's, I think, telling the truth, having these conversations. Let's tell the truth, bro. And as well as I know how, so I'm gonna continue to educate myself out there, faking fam. I continue. I, I encourage you to educate yourself. The history that we were taught. I used to have old family members tell me. The history that you were taught in school is propaganda. And I used to laugh. I used to be like, you are such a tinfoil hat wearing yeah. conspiracy theory hat. No, it's true. And it's, it's, true. it's true in every country. We won. The winners write the history. So learn the, about the stuff yeah. that the losers had to go through. I love that. I don't even want to follow that up. I love you. I love you, man. So did stay safe as we can. And we're yes. gonna we'll figure out what we're going to do if- yeah, fake your fam. We, we're gonna do, we're gonna do more. We'll yeah. we'll figure out some, some solutions, and we're gonna pass them on because that's positivity. Positive positivity right now in a world of negativity is action. Let's let's do action. Let's have action in our lives. Sound good? Sounds good. All Love right, you all. Bro. Let's do something. Love you, fake fam. We'll talk to you later. Peace.